When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 317 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. Joined as always by my mainest man from the hills of KC, Wyoming, where life's woolly and wild. Willie Sailor, what's up, buddy? KC, Wyoming. That's from a song. Good ride, cowboy. I was, I was, I was feeling, um, I was feeling nostalgic for college wrestling season. So I listened to that's the song that Oklahoma State plays at the end of the duels. You ever been to Stillwater, Willie? Never. Okay. Well, when you go there and watch a wrestling duel, they play that song at the end. It's, it's called- really annoying when you're trying to interview coaches on the gym floor and it's just blaring. Good ride, cowboy. I remember I was interviewing Pat Pop after they beat Oklahoma State, and we started the interview before they were playing the song, and then they just start blaring it. What song do they play when they come out? Uh, the beautiful people. Oh yeah, that's a good one too. That's pretty sweet. Oh, they do have one of the best, like pump up. It's probably the best entrance because yeah. not very many teams make like an entrance in wrestling. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. And then um, AL's really good on the on the yeah. mic too. It's a it's a nice combination. I see. I long so 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 I yearn for college wrestling to begin, and we're getting closer. We're getting little things like schedules, like knowing when teams are actually going to wrestle and who they're going to wrestle. It's a radical notion, but it's starting to happen. We have most of the team schedules, and Penn State's dropped yesterday, and well, basically it was already kind of known, right? Because Nomad's been piecing this thing <laughs> together. Connecting for the, dots. Connecting dots, we'll call it, for a couple months. Still a few questions uh, uh, that we had about the Arizona State duel. And Southern Scuffle, and we are we are super excited that Penn State, Oklahoma State at the Scuffle. We can maybe get to that later, um, but yeah, let's let's discuss their schedule. It's a it's pretty solid. Um, the glaring omission, the thing that makes me sad, no Iowa. Um, sounds like at least on one side there was some effort to make that happen, but you know, it takes two to tango, as they say, didn't happen. So they open their season. With Kent State, which we kind of knew, right? The Fighting Andraces. The Fighting Andraces. And 197 pounds, going to be a, a really sassy start for, for Bo Nickel. Kyle Cannell, Bo Nickel, a couple of Toss Monsters. Uh, going to be an exciting start to the year. Is this it, – it's going to be – I don't know how I feel about it because Kyle Cannell was such a revelation, such a big story at NCAAs. And then, like, if he just gets mollywopped by – Nickel, that's going to be... He's going to. Yeah, that's probably going to happen, but it's just going to be kind of like a... I know, that's what I was kind of thinking, too. When It's cool that... I mean, ultimately, I think it's it's a good thing that, you know, Canel was... He was not a topic of discussion at 197 until the NCAA tournament, and so after the NCAA tournament, you have to say, you know, was, did he, was it lightning in a bottle, or... Is he for real? And so this year we're going to find out if he's like for real right away because he has 
He'll have Warner, and then he'll have Bo Nickel. <clears throat> yeah, I, and I don't even know. Yeah, Warner will be Warner will be maybe a, a more interesting thing to look at. But if if he gets smoked by Bo, I'm not going to be like flash in the pan. Yeah. You know, I, th- I think sure. it's just more indicative of of where Bo is. But I, I do think we'll see Bo I- implement a strategy where you know he's not going to probably want to go upper body with him. It's not that. It couldn't necessarily go his way if he goes upper body, but um, you know why? Just make it about leg attacks and scrambles and stuff like that instead of putting yourself in a position of risk. So I I think it's a cool start for them. They go to Keystone Classic once again, which typically they mow through the competition there. Well, they kind of do that at most tournaments, so that's not actually... The interesting part there is probably the 25-33 situation, right? Right, and that was so. I'm I'm working on an article about their schedule, and I have a couple, you know, just kind of highlighting the the cool potential matches. Like early on, you know, they have they have Lehigh on December second, and so you know you could have Shram versus Teasdale and Parker versus RBY, and then, but at the same time, maybe not because uh, I've theorized and kind of believe they're going to hold on to their shirts till after southern scuffle right so if that's the case then who knows what we'll see and to your point willie will we see gavin and rby at keystone i don't know if that's is, is that a tournament where you can enter i don't think it is it you can enter multiple well you can enter multiple but i don't know if you can enter like red shirts unattached guys it's it's 15 like the raw the roster that you can enter is 15 but right we would need to double check uh, i'm sure Katrina would tell us if it's it's classified, right? Counts only counts for uh, attached guys, but yeah, I'm with you, Christian, because uh, I'm doing the Penn State depth chart should be coming out today, and and I was kind of theorizing the same thing that because they can win all four of these duels without without rolling out any any of their freshmen twenty five or thirty three. Mm-hmm. So it, I, I'm with you. It wouldn't surprise me if if it wasn't until after the scuffle that we saw that decided because I mean we think it's going to be Teasdale and RBY, but well, what I would say uh, also, if there's one you're going to see beforehand, before the scuffle in a Penn State singlet, I would assume it's going to be Roman Bravo Young because yeah. Um, but if you're not starting him, there's no other option, right? It's got to be it's got to be RBY. With 25, you've got you've got some guys. You've got Teske, you've got Teasdale, and they'll probably <laughs> roll out whoever's better. And if Teske's, you know, you know when they probably arrived on campus, I would imagine Teasdale was better, but. You know, Teske, if he makes jumps and he it bears out that he's the best guy, then they'll go with him, right? So yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking uh, off the cuff. Um, at 125, there's a lot of options. At 133, I don't know how many options there are. It's, I mean, why not just put RBY out there and let him run? Because that's who you're going to go with. Yeah, I, I agree with you, and that's what they did with Soriano. I'm pretty sure he wrestled in their first duel his true freshman year. Um, and I'm trying to remember what they did with Zane a couple years back, and even Nick Lee. How long was he in redshirt? Certainly, it was after scuffle. After scuffle, I think their first duel after scuffle, because he was unattached yeah. at the scuffle, and then they let him run. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see what they do there, but it's gonna be, it's gonna be fun to watch. I think those freshmen they hold. I mean, those two, Gavin RBY, and then Bergie, they hold a lot of. They they can put it completely out of reach and unwinnable for for Iowa and Oklahoma State. So and, they're key, uh, they're key and also, cogs. you know, thinking about this kind of scenario, um, where 
a team wants to sort of test their guys or just, you know, gauge where they're at. Um, it goes back to Kerry Kolot's thing where um, maybe we should, you know, like college football is letting you participate in X number of events and maintain your your year of eligibility. Yeah, I I mean I I agree with that. I I agree with the idea. Hey, you get four you get four NCAA tournaments. You get four shots at um at that, right? So that's what that's what I'm hoping for. Um maybe down the line. I don't has anyone presented like the what's the argument against that? I don't have one. Yeah. When they came out with the NCAA football rule change, they said they were going to start looking at how it would crossover into all the other sports yeah cool to your point about the the freshman um nick lee mark hall nick Suriano, zane rutherford morgan mcintosh are the true freshmen they've rolled out in penn state era so mm-hmm. they don't have any problems rolling out true freshmen and they ultimately probably will but again will we see them in the the first five competitions right and mark hall was another one that was after after the scuffle made his debut like late january at- at Iowa yeah. um, against Alex Meyer. And, you know, with that one, that's kind of like the anti-RBY situation that they had Shakur and Gino Morelli and maybe another pretty solid guy. So, like they had they had dudes there. that They mm-hmm. were not hurting at 74. Obviously, Hall was an upgrade. He won NCAAs that year. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so they have some flexibility there, but not at 33. So exciting stuff um, for Penn State. Uh, looking more at the schedule, Arizona State, and that one really, how much heat that duel has is kind of like, where's the heat go? If he's at 84 right. and it's Shakur Rashid, it's like, well, okay, forget about it. But if he goes 74 again, that's really, really exciting. That's Mark Hall, Zahid Valencia. At Penn State, which that's an X factor, right? That's a one of the, if not the best wrestling environment in America right now. Um but beyond that, no, no real marquee matches for the Arizona State duel. No, and you know Lehigh Cutler Hall again. That was that was really close last year. Obviously, super boring. Everybody thinks Hall's going to win, but yeah, it came down to to one uh, one takedown in the end. It's three two. So Mark will get some some early tests there on December second and December fourteenth. Price Rashid is is interesting at eighty four. Ooh, yes. Um, Very. That was another boring match. Price Bow was boring last year too. Oh yeah. Price is tough, man. I know Nomad's a hater, but um, Nomad hates all hawks. Mountain hawks, hawk eyes, yep. a- anything. It's a bird. I don't know if a bird once <clears throat> you know, took the hat off his head or something, but those scars are deep-seated. When we also, were in- Tyler Nauman says on Facebook, no red shirts at Keystone. No red shirts at Keystone, Tyler Nauman. All right, there you have it. Thank you, Tyler. So that's good. That's good to know. I didn't think so. I was thinking back years past, they haven't been able to, so... That's that. Any other um, nuggets, anything interesting from the schedule? Basically, it comes down to duels, and their be- their toughest duel is Ohio State and Michigan, and they go to the scuffle in Keystone. And then after the scuffle, so like individual matchups that are noteworthy, when they go Northwestern, Deacon Nolf, again, like oh, yeah. Nolf's favored, but just interesting matchup. January 13th, uh, Wisconsin comes to town, so we'll see – Chenzo versus Wick, hopefully. Mm-hmm. January 20th, Nebraska comes to town. So uh, Chad Red, Nick Lee. And February, well, we don't know 
the the specific date, but somewhere of the weekend, February first to the third, is the the BJC duel, and that'll be against Michigan. And then the Ohio State rivalry continues the next week, one of February eighth through tenth in Columbus. Those we gotta imagine those will probably be on BTN because the dates aren't set, and that's usually kind of a hint at that. Mm, yeah. Oh well, Michigan. Yeah, Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State. So they're sure. they're probably gonna end the season on a fifty nine dual winning streak. Yeah. Yeah, so what? So a lot of people are asking, like, hey, what's the record? What's the precedent here, 60? And um, that was one of the FRL questions, but we ain't got to wait for that. We can what, get to it we, now. Let's go. 76 is the record by Sorry. Oklahoma State from 1937 to 1951. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> it was surprisingly easy to find. 37 through 51? Yeah. How many duels did they – well, I guess it doesn't matter. They won that many. They, they wrestled that many? <laughs> yeah, and then... Well, then they wrestled like three duels a year. And y- Yeah, I mean, there was a war in there that... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, do, does the Battle of the Bulge count in the, in the yes. duel streak? And then... Uh, they counted Normandy. <laughs> after that, both Oklahoma State and Iowa had a nice streak um, that went uh, 69 total. Oh, when was that? Like nineties? Nice. Those are the nicest streaks. It was very it was very nice streaks. Yeah, Oklahoma State was, was uh late nineties and then Iowa was the the brands era. And Oklahoma State actually ended that one. Oh, that's right. Now they the ended a tie. Yes, it was a tie because mm-hmm. they had their unbeaten streak, which was very <coughs> long. Um longer than longer I did than not look at unbeaten streaks because screw that. Screw that, right? it's a winning streak. That's what yeah. we're looking for. Um, so they still got a. They still have. Uh, if they go 59 and 0, so it would it would bleed over into like the 2021 season because they're probably not going to go over 14 duels again next year. Mm-hmm. So it would. It's it's going to take them a little bit. Certainly possible. Well, ne- but, I mean, next well, year's when next year it could generous. fall. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. When they lose Nolf and Nickel and Nevels, and um, then they're going to be super reliant on this new crop. But getting to 60, I mean, not bad. Not so bad. And you know, early on in, in Penn State, they they did used to drop duels every now. They lost to Minnesota. They lost to Iowa. Maybe it's just them. Um, there was a point in time where Kale had like losing or like five hundred sub five hundred records against like John Smith, J. Rob, Brands. Um, now obviously that's started to shift, and J. Rob doesn't uh, exist in Minnesota anymore. Yeah, your Romero. So yeah, there, there was a while where um, they 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 would drop some duels, but. Not so much anymore. Yeah. Yeah, not so much. Um, all right. Hey, while we're on the topic of schedules, mm-hmm. thoughts and prayers to the Lehigh <laughs> Mountain Hawks because this schedule, <clears throat> Pat Santoro, you're a savage. All right, I'm just going to read it. How about this? So they have the wrestle-offs. Those will be pretty tough, but it gets tougher, believe me. Michigan, Princeton, Penn State, Iowa, okay, that's that's that gets you started. North Carolina, Missouri, Minnesota, UVA, Bucknell, Cornell, American Navy, Arizona State, Virginia Tech, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Army oh Penn. My God, they, they wrestle everyone. <laughs> the, basically, the entire top ten, I think. That's, that's brutal. And what tournaments are they doing? Journeyman, Journeyman. to start the year. So no, but they're the, not doing. The, there's no there's Vegas, no actual tournaments. No yeah. Vegas scuffle or um, yeah, Midlands. no real tournaments. That's weird. That's really weird. First one will be EIWAs because Journeyman's like a pool. 
Yeah, it's like a one day thing. Yeah. Hmm. Coach Pop or Coach Pat, I think you you should have a tournament. I think you got multi day weigh-ins. I think it's gonna. I think it's good. Let's see how it plays out for him before we make judgment. I don't know. I feel like we <laughs> see it. It's. I don't know. Lehigh usually gets three All Americans for the last fifteen years. Yeah. Pretty consistently. Yeah, I, I mean, I like I like their schedule, just out of pure you know good matchups and also being here in the Lehigh Valley, it's right down the street for me. I go see some good duels, but I'm with you on the having. I think you need a multi-day weigh-in on an individual level too. I mean, they might get a multi-day weigh-in at South Beach Duels two days. I, I don't know if the format's two days this year, but. Um, yeah. I believe you have to have something like the scuffle. <clears throat> you know what, Mich- uh, Lehigh, too. I don't know. Is it just me, or do they have more injuries? They have guys out of the lineup all the time. Well, they also have freak injuries, like career enders that – not even injuries, like illnesses. Are you going back to Austin Mays? It's been a long uh, time. Has? Has? Yeah. Eric, Eric has an Austin Mays. They're like class of 2004. Yes. No, there was one more in there. Um, Eric Hess. We said Hess and Mays. Willie, there's one more. Anyway, doesn't matter. But they, these are still very bad. Yeah, so maybe that's part of it. Just like, yeah, but I'm not even counting them. I'm counting like Parker missed a lot of time last year. <clears throat> they have guys miss time. Minotti was always out of the lineup. Hmm. So that's that's Lehigh's schedule. Good luck. Good luck to you guys. That looks awful. Um, and they're at a lot of these places. At Iowa at Michigan at Penn State. I'd like to go to that Michigan duel. Um, at Iowa at Oklahoma State. So basically, all their toughest duels are away. So fun, fun times. We can stay in the EIWA briefly. Benjamin Darmstadt potentially mm. out for the year. Your son is one. My where son, you're going with this. yes, um, he's out, but I think that he's going to come back stronger than ever. And this is going to be maybe a blessing in disguise for Ben. That's insider trading for our fantasy purposes. I wish you that information. We haven't drafted until one of you two guys <clears throat> took fantasy. I know I should have just sat on it, but you know what? I have a I have a duty to re- to report the truth. You're so. a big J. Yep. Uh, the, you. Sorry, I was lost my train of thought there for a second. IVs can apply for medical red shirts. They're a little harder to get than there's not a lot normal to get guys, but they can apply. But Darmstadt may still have three years of eligibility left, guys. Yeah, I hope so. I feel like any more. I, I think that's probably what's guiding this decision a little bit. I, that's no insider information. That's just, like, me speculating. Like, they're just seeing everyone's getting – you know, Grant Leith is probably a freshman again. So they're like, Ben can't get one more? Come on. Help him out. Uh, so I think that would be great. There was a while where the, the – I mean – there's obviously a while where six years was really hard to get to begin with, but the yeah. IVs were like, nah. Oh, you had you had shoulder surgery three times? No, doesn't matter. You won't get one extra year. That's starting to, to pull back a little bit. Yeah. And also, like, the guys can gray shirt, and, like, you can disenroll, and so it might not even – they might not even read it. They need it. They can disenroll, unenroll. Yeah. Re-enroll. Re-unenroll. Okay. Um. Hey – it's ranking season. Rankings Ooh. everywhere. Everywhere you look, there's a ranking. And 125 and 133 are not out. I'm curious what you guys 
think about them. Not really curious what you guys think about them, but you know, I will. You know, I'm 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 open to humor us. Yeah, I will humor you. Right? We nailed these, um, in my opinion, and we fix our mistakes too. My biggest questions would be what went into deciding uh, who to put where for Oklahoma State. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Good point. Do you have some insider info here as well? No. It's you know what it is. It's um. It's a suggestion. <laughs> it's this is me looking out for for Dayton. This is me looking out for Nick Pichinini. This is me trying to help Oklahoma State put their best lineup because the best lineup for every team is a good thing for wrestling. And I think as much as deep down in my soul, I long for a tournament where Spencer Lee, Nick Suriano, and Dayton Fix are all involved. I want that more than anything. I think that was my (laughs) New Year's wish last year. I think it was that, okay? I want that very badly. I just, you know what? I think that era is gone unless it's an international thing. I don't think we can see that collegiately. And so me being resigned to that and being the bigger man, I'm saying, you know what? Um... Let's go. But no, the the actual reason, I I think Oklahoma State the I I think this I think this is what the staff would like to see. I think this is what they would prefer. Now, Dayton's gonna have his say, right? But I, I think deep down, this is what Oklahoma State wants. And you know, if John Smith decides to put the foot down, uh, put it on the table. Yeah, forget it. Forget it, right? So that's that's what went into it, really. I don't know if that's uh, okay. I mean, yeah. It, it, I mean, you, you got to make you got to make a decision. Yeah, um, I have to put. I have to do one. Am I gonna? Am I? And also, it would be highly speculative <coughs> of me to. Okay, Dayton's going twenty-five. Oh, so I'm just assuming. That's just assuming he beats out Nick Pichinini. Yeah. Right. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not going that far. I mean, Nick. Nick at this point is extremely proven he's beaten some really really good guys he has better wins all american he has better wins than dayton does collegiately not that dayton's had the opportunity but it's like man it's not a foregone conclusion that dayton fix our weigh-in beats nick pitching any i don't yeah that's another thing i'm not necessarily subscribing to that you know not overlook but um you get a lot of times you get the disrespect thing um when you're just doing your job and and this is one of those times that like to disrespect the disrespect or at least give him a little respect um don't just assume dayton's gonna win that wrestle off pitching an all-american it's a tough pull for dayton uh pitch is good on top which dayton doesn't have to deal with in freestyle um so and plus like you said it makes sense yeah pitch at, pitch at 25 dayton at 33 makes the most sense so yeah, and then we did rank Dayton at thirty-three, and we put we're gonna rank Cade Brock at forty-one. Which yes, that's gonna put Caden Gefeller out, but I don't know what do you want me to do. They can't all start. I can't put a one thirty-eight weight class. I've tr- I tried. I tried. They won't let me. Uh, beyond that, I don't know. Um, There's a couple. I mean, why do you hate Sean Foss? Who hates? I know. I don't. I don't hate Sean Foss. I, I did have a because I one, be, he's ranked I, really low, could be justified. Two, you have him at twenty five again. Um, that's one twenty five is less than he made weight for the Cadet World Team in like two thousand four. I know, it's all true, and you know what? That was also true like six months ago when he made weight 
two days in a row at NCAs. I, I don't know what to tell you. I do have a question. I mean, no, he's behind. He's behind Hayes because he lost to Hayes at NCAs. And to be just simple about it, but he did. He did beat Hayes two out of three, and he beat Pitch last year. Yeah. No, he could be higher. He could be higher, for sure. That's when you're not he like lose the NCAAs to Michael McGee. Yeah. That's that hurts. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's harmful to your rankings <clears throat> resume. It's it's like you know that. We try not to be beholden to the recency thing, but you do need to, you know, it is the final exam, the NCAA, so it's got a lot of weight, right? And um, there's no – there's 30, no, 30% on the rubric. There's no letter grade bumps here for perfect attendance, right? So Which sorry. he did not have anyway. Which he did not have. He did perfect. not have perfect attendance. He was off, you know, who knows where, <laughs> eating. He made weight like three times. <clears throat> Wrestled 19 matches last year. Oh, wow. That's a lot more Did he thought. have – I don't think he had a multi-day weigh-in. Until NCAAs. Because Reno is one. They sent him to Italy and made him make weight with all that good <laughs> food. Man. He's listed as a 25 on their 18-19 roster. He, actually, no. Oh. They recently updated. He's an 18-25 <laughs> in there. <laughs> We're just going to keep that door open in case they bring that weight class back. So there's a couple uh, wrestle-off or roster battle situations, whatever you want to call them. Ryan Milhoff. And you, oh, yeah. you, you, you basically – I totally understand it, but you basically went with the, the starter, Ryan Milhoff, Brandon Courtney. You know, Milhoff's All-American. Courtney was on redshirt last year, so it makes sense to go – to put Milhoff in the rankings and then Matt and uh, Assad at uh, – excuse me, Acid at Michigan, which Matt does have a redshirt to play with, so that, you know, that could just yeah, solve that. We maybe but. should have ranked Acid um, given those facts, but, you know, with his – Injury history. I'm just like, man, I don't know. He even said something about it. like he, because um, I think somebody said like, don't sleep on him. I think it was actually his brother, and he was like, well, to their credit, I haven't really wrestled in, in two years, so yeah. He he was realistic about it, but I mean, well, Michigan's got a good schedule. He'll he'll be able to jump in if he comes in and does really well. Like I don't think it's out of the question that he's ranked. Yeah, if yeah. He's the guy. Got it. Uh, and then the other roster battle, you know. Courtney, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Courtney beat out Milhoff at all. Um, I, I think there's a, there's an element of hunger there with Brandon Courtney too, right? Um, he just you know, looks like Courtney just looks like a dog that wants a bone. Yep, yep. He's that kid's. You're right, a hunger factor, and you you see that often with kids that haven't, you know, <clears throat> kids that had to come in, they had to redshirt, um, they want to get in the lineup, and then you got the old vet. That's been sitting over there, and I like that that terminology, Christian hunger factor, because that's what you see out of Courtney. Yeah, excited, excited to he, see he them transferred. He's been hurt, so hey, did you update these based on one of the FRL questions? Did no, you put Devin Schroeder in? No, uh, I updated them based on it was before the FRL questions, based on correspondence with one coach, Tony Ersland. Okay, because yeah. I was going to bring that up because I was like, oh, he does kind of have. A bit of a case to be ranked. No, he does, and uh, now he is. So, yeah. where you go, Devin Schroeder? He did have a nice year. Who who bumped out? Um, Shkurlani. Shkurlani. Shkurlani, yeah. It's nice, disgusting. Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> so it's Not disgusting. wrestling last year. <laughs> yeah, that hurts. Yeah. See where your loyalties lie. Yeah. Wow, Ivan Foley down at eighteen, huh? He seems it, it's. I trust that it's justified. It just seems low for him. Well, I, here's the thing with Ravon. It's like. Very impressive. You was like watch him wrestle and you like him, but like he yeah. he looks good in losses, 
which yeah. doesn't mm-hmm. help you much. If you, if you mm-hmm. look at his wins, basically it's Matten repeatedly, and there's not a ton of other ones that are that inspirational. I think he could go a little higher, but um, you know, you could spend basically your entire life trying to get 15 through 20 in order. And sure, it's just one of those rankings that the name jumps out as oh, that's way down there. Yeah, for sure. So at 33, so, uh, 33, not to interrupt, but 33, you have Vito at at 17 for Cornell. Yeah, who knows? Um, I, I'm not, I'm not sure what what they're doing. There's speculation he could go 25, and obviously Chaz Tucker's there, and he's got some wins too. We threw Vito in there. And I just can't see a scenario where he's not the guy in the lineup for Cornell, and I can't see a scenario where. I, I struggle to see or to believe he could go 25. So I Yeah, so the, Cornell has a bit of an issue. I don't know if it's an issue, um, but it sounds like all of their 25s are pretty darn big. It'll be a good cut for most of them. Um, so word on the street is they're even, they're even thinking about Vito going down to 25 because um, they have two good ones at 33. I mean, they have a couple – Good twenty five. Doesn't matter who can make it. Yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll see what they what they do. I'm surprised that Boffman can't get there anymore. But uh, is is Boffman the? I don't know how to phrase this, but it, has anybody been snubbed worse than Boffman for two years? Well, how how do you mean that to so not? To he didn't make the NCAA tournament yet. He's been the 34th best guy two years in a row. The well, the one the two years ago was unjustifiable. He should have been in the tournament. It was unconscionable that they didn't put him in, and I don't know. Yeah. I still don't know why. Um, yeah, last year was a little bit more um, gray area, but I don't know. I just feel like I, I thought he should have made it both years. Yeah. He certainly has. He's certainly one of the thirty-three best guys. They also have Russo there, who I guess he's too big now. I didn't think he was that big, but all these guys, Cornell diet. I don't know. One twenty-five sucks to make. Yeah, it's hard to be one hundred twenty-five pounds as a as an adult human. Okay, so that's that. That's uh, Cornell. The Cornell Hour touched on them a little bit. Any other thirty-three spots uh, topics of discussion? Uh, I think Lezak at five makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Pletcher had four losses last year. Two of them were to Michich. He had a win over Michich. Like, it's all explained in there. Scott Parker, interesting six, like two-time AA, kind of hard to argue. But I, I'm i sure people will be like, oh, Dayton and DeSanto and Montori, all those guys can beat him. But well, they can come get it in March. Yeah, you place twice. That's, that's where that's where, <clears throat> where Parker's at. That's where you'll find him. Yeah, I think – I think there's maybe a drop off there. Parker Bridges, DeSanto, all of, well, I don't know. Maybe. Top nine strong. Who, who knows? Yeah, no, top ten strong. I'll, I'll give. I'll throw Ernestine in there, and then eleven on. Man, help, help. <laughs> Valdiviez. He was the he was the thirty eighth guy in the tournament last year, and somehow he's eleventh now. Well, he he pulled Wilkie right. He was he was alternate in, then went round twelve, right? He was not round of twelve. He didn't go full Wilkie. He didn't go full Wilkie. Okay. He, he was two and two. Okay. That's right, because he didn't make the quarters. Yeah. Almost went full Wilkie. Good on you. Yeah. And then Cord Myers transferring to Virginia Tech. Could be interesting. No, I like Myers. Super solid. 
Uh, also, Rico Montoya. Probably, if you're looking for someone other than Vito from that back half, I think I think Rico's someone you can about, look out for. He's got some nice wins. Mickey Phillip, he's finally becoming Division One starter. Yeah, he's also maybe a he's he's only a freshman or sophomore too. Yeah, he's, he got another year. He's a sophomore. It's just we've been talking about him he for a while. He hasn't been freshman year back. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. So no, excited for Coach Gavin and uh, Mickey to see how they do how they do with him. So those are the rankings. We're going rolling out one a day on the weekdays. I don't think we'll take the weekends off. Let you take the weekends off from pouring over our rankings. Um, so yeah, those should be wrapping up around next week this time. If we can maintain our pace, which should be no problem. Did you get any super hateful mail? No. Maybe we talk about Schroeder, but anything yeah, which well. is like, "Wow, piles, idiot!" Because you usually get you get you get at least one of those when preseason comes out. <clears throat> not yet. Not I yet. I at least two of them. Who? I write at least two of you. Yeah, those are, those are mostly Willie. He hasn't been able to check them out yet. No, so, no, Coach Erslin was totally cool, as was uh, Matt McDonough, who had himself a Texas in on behalf of one Connor Brown. But it's all love. Uh, no, so, but they're coming. But thing is, I don't like to, you know, I don't like to read those or anything. <laughs> It's, nothing's worse than dads. At least it's not. What dads. do you mean you don't like to read them? Well, no, like, uh, or no, by read them. I read them. I don't like to openly discuss, like. Oh yeah. Because yes. sometimes the, not every coach is. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, of course they're all going to cherry like, pick. We beat that guy twice. He sucks. Yeah, bro. Like, well, hold on, buddy. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But if I apply your logic, look at these four unranked guys. So should those guys all jump you? Because that's the logic you're applying. Yeah. Uh, you get that every now and again. I also think people have finally realized that preseason – so in a lot of sports, preseason rankings are a little bit of a projection, but in wrestling, it's basically just your previous year's resume. Right. Right, exactly, because that's what – you know, football would be the prime example. Yeah. Okay. It's obviously a lot harder than football. That's rankings. Another note, um, one of my favorites, Therius Robeson. Mm. Um Commits to Northern Colorado, and I'm concerned. Why are you smiling? Because Therese is one of my favorites, yeah. and it's possible he'll be another one of my sons um, when it's all said and done. <laughs> but I'm con- oh my god, I'm ben concerned. Darmstadt gets hurt for one second. You're gonna adopt a kid that's not even in college yet. No, I, I didn't say that. I'm just, I'm just. You know, he's been one of my favorites for a while now. But I'm concerned yes. because someone needs to have an honest conversation with Therese. Somebody has to talk to Therese. You cannot play Division One football, Therese. You're not. You weigh 140 pounds. You're 140 pounds. Where are you going to play? He I'm, saw Tavon Austin this weekend, and he was like, "I'm going to the league too." He's he probably <laughs> Tavon's like 180. Tavon, Tavon's 40 pounds. Yeah. significantly bigger than Therese. I'm yeah. sure Therese is awesome at football. And I'm sure he's really, really fast. good. I, I have no doubt that he's really good. 140 pounds, you can do that in. In high school, it, Northern Colorado—that's it's a completely different thing. But he says he's gonna play football and wrestle. You know what? All we can do is support him. Do but you, I think someone needs to have an honest conversation <clears throat> with him, get him focused on the mat. Do you think it was maybe a situation where Troy talked to the football coach and was like, "Hey, give this kid a tryout. Like, try to let him walk on." Yeah, I I think it's exactly something like that, where it's like, 
all right, fine, you can play football here. But then reality will ultimately hit, and it's an insane thing to attempt to do. Be one thing if it was Adam Kuhn. It's like okay, <clears throat> but no, no theories. I don't think it's just, so. he was. He Who told me uh, Fresno State was the other school he was looking at doing both that. And Fresno State, you know, they have a history of they have another guy that both wrestles and plays football in Hokit. Yeah, um, it was a ninety-seven pounder. Oh, it's a ninety-seven and pound running back. Fresno's significantly no. better than Northern Colorado football. Yes, they won ten games last year. They're very good. They're like top twenty-five. Yes, yeah, they won yeah. it all. I mean, um, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. It doesn't have to do with how good the football team is, but you know, maybe Furious and I, because I, I love the kid. I love the kid since he was little on up. He's always been great, but. You want a kid to reach, as a wrestling fan, right? You want the kid to reach his full potential, and I don't know, right? I don't know if you can do that by dabbling in two different sports. Um, so, you know, I, I hope he goes. You know, if he plays football, I hope he wins a freaking Heisman Trophy. But, you know, maybe it's a situation too where he plays football for two years and, and doesn't get any playing time, and. Says the heck with this, I'm going to focus on wrestling. Very possibly. Okay. How about they get Alirez and Robeson and Dom Serrano after Flow Nationals is like, I'd like to stay close to home. That would be salty. Lineup. Well, think of, think of the guys. Um, you know, they didn't get Schultz. Colorado, I've been saying for a long time. Colorado and Georgia are two of the more underrated states. Colorado for. 50 years has been producing um, guys that they're like top 10 in AAs. But even recently, if you took all the Colorado talent and kept them home with, with Theorius and Yapujian and, and Alirez and Malik Heinzelman and Colton Schultz, uh, Dom Serrano is coming up and there's a kid I really like named Isaiah Salazar. Um, the kid that went to uh, Josiah Ryder. Josiah Ryder went to <clears throat> NC State, and um, yeah, there's even of, more kids really coming good. up through. I mean, if you just kept them all home, you'd be looking really nice. That's the nomad theory for uh, for Ohio, just for Tom Ryan to lock down the borders. Speaking yeah. of which, do, do we want to make predictions for any of the guys who He said West Virginia yet? has to lock down the Pittsburgh area. So. <laughs> He's not wrong. He's not it wrong. Would, it would help a lot. Why not? Spot the lie. Were you gonna <laughs> go ahead or are what? you stymied? I, I asked if we wanted to go over the, the I don't know what you're talking about. I, I asked if you wanted <laughs> to go over the, the guys who haven't committed yet. Uh, we were just talking about your recruiting strategies. Yeah. Like keep keep good keep the good guys in state. That's I don't think that's revolutionary. No, oh, you said West Virginia needed to keep. Anyways. <laughs> Carson Karchla, yeah, you want you wanna talk about Why the uncommitted. <clears throat> Yeah, any any predictions? I I mean, because we're down to like the last big big five: Karchla, Balmaceda, Staraki, Ridge, Lovett, Cam Amin. Everybody thinks Cam Amin obviously going to Michigan. Willie has stayed numerous times. He is a little more open. Do we want to go around and do it? Yes or no? He's very open. Um, yes. I mean, it's interesting the the updates that you get or the updates that you don't get. Um. Love it. You know, NC State kind of got screwed by uh, flow, not us flow, hurricane flow. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, they had a, they had a, 
weekend full of recruits that didn't happen because of the like, they all got canceled. Karchla, love it. I mean, go down to Lakivon. Yep. Dang. Yep. So I kind of hurt them a little bit, and then Kivon's like, "Yeah, just." I mean, and Kirkfleet was supposed to be on that trip, I believe. Um. Wow. So, you know, Kirkfleet's Kirkfleet verbals, Kivon verbals, um. But Karchla, I believe. Uh, I don't know if there's any update there. Nomad, you know anything? You have any? I don't think there's anything between the time he told us his school list and since he's took some trips that has changed. Um, no, I think I think he's still going to end up staying home. Ohio State. I, and I think it's a, I do think <clears throat> it's a it's a weight class of need. You know, I didn't realize it was such a, a weight class of need until I did the targets article and you're like, you know, they have some bodies there but they're relying on young talent. They don't, you don't know how that's going to prove out. You could have the number one blue chipper in the world, and you don't know how it's going to turn out. And so, um, yeah, Ohio State definitely needs uh, could use Karchla. Um, and then Amin, who seems, you know, it's that old thing, is he really wide open? Or, you know, everybody in this family went to Michigan. And uh, he just got back from uh, Oklahoma State. And so uh, his his – decision will be coming soon um if not if not by super 32 right after the 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 guy that um love it by the way i think is going to go to nebraska um the guy that really gets me is staraki i thought for sure and i'm writing the penn state's uh targets article i wrote it last night actually is is staraki i thought for sure he was going to go to penn state i was like yep he's going to be a penn state He's, he's, that's where he's going to end up. And the longer this goes on, I, I hear less chatter about it. Um, and he's taking trips to Minnesota, and he's and and you can't. Maybe I'm reading too much into him taking trips because you're going to take trips, right? Um, but I just I felt like it was a done deal, and now I don't know if it is. I think Virginia and, Tech's and looking really at their roster, um, they maybe could use somebody in the in the 74 range because what you have is um Berkey will probably move up to 57 65 joe lee will be joe lee 74 i don't who they got i mean you could say maybe aaron brooks but i think he's going to be an 84 so who's going to be 74 if it's not mason manville well they, yeah. they could still i mean yeah they could go Starocky brooks 74 84 they don't on. have Staraki. Huh? Yeah, they don't have him. That's, no, that's Willie's point. I know. I'm saying if Staraki commits, they could just wait out and see, okay, whichever one you gets bigger goes 84, the other one goes 74. Like, yep. That's it. Yep. So. And then Balmaceda will probably be at Iowa next weekend for their big thing. So. Uh, yeah. Balmaceda's down to two schools. Yeah. Which two? I don't know if I'm allowed to say. <laughs> You're allowed to say. I won't tell anyone. Well, well, I mean, we'll at this part. I don't know if they've told the other coaches this. Well, so just I, tell I me. We I, won't. The coaches I can't not say. He told me not to say. Oh, fine. Jeez. Boo. All right. Hey, we just stopped the show, Willie. Show's over. Um, just us on Skype now. You can tell me because it's fine. Show's over. Boise State. Oh, not funny. All right. Let's hey, get some you, questions. You know what? This is a complete sick. sidebar. Oh, boy. Well, sort of. Maybe it's not. 
I'm going to come down to Austin. I'm really pumped to come down to Austin in a couple weeks. And, and anyway, we're going to do a show on best programs, uh, best potential cities or schools for new program. But, uh, I was going through the recruiting stuff last night, like the last 10 years of recruiting, and you'd be really surprised at the number of top 25 classes for Boise State, um, for for a couple programs that were dropped. It's like, man, they're getting – Eastern Michigan was a top 25 recruiting class one year. Um, It's just sad. You know, schools are doing well, and and the university is like – no, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Very sad. Okay. Questions from friends. Friends. Yes. Hey, one thing though, can oh. we? I think we got to get this on wax. What happened with Victoria Anthony? Victoria Anthony <laughs> goes. She makes the finals of a tournament. She goes to bed in the middle of the night. They change the way in time. She shows up. They're like, "Now nah, you're an hour late. You can't wrestle in the finals." Well. Is that do I have that story right? That's basically what. Well, I don't know about the time frame for when the the weigh-ins time changed, but it seems like everyone else got the memo, which makes me think this is a issue on our end more than from from Victoria's Instagram story. She was in the arena and like didn't know weigh-ins were going on, and then all of a sudden it was like weigh-ins are over, and. Joe Russell and Brian Medlin were like, wait, what do you what do you mean weigh-ins are over? And they're like, oh, yeah, we changed it. And they're like, what, when did you change it? Like, oh, like one in the morning. And so – But why did no one else miss weigh-in? I don't – I mean because women – the women's weigh-ins are probably separate from the men's weigh-ins. Oh. So there's well, still yeah. other women to weigh-in. Yeah. Was she the I know, only I just, woman that's, there? That's, that's the, the only thing I can think of. Was she the only Team USA woman there? No, but – I, the, I, the, all, I, all I know is what was on her Instagram story. I, okay, buddy. So I, relax. So, I'm just sa- it's trying to explain that it doesn't make sense if another Team USA woman made weight that day. Yeah. That doesn't really map to the – Was they, she the, the only well, one that didn't weigh Somebody – I don't know where I read it. I thought it was multiple. But somebody somebody wrote somewhere that a, a Belarusian and, – and Medved is in Belarus. A uh, Belarusian female wrestler also missed weight or also didn't go – Get to weigh-ins. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's really weird. I don't know exactly what happened. Um, but there's always some interesting shenanigans at these international things. Okay, anything else before questions from friends? Um, just one last thing. Shout-out to uh, Jeff Jordan. Excellent tenure at St. Paris Graham. You could do probably a whole show on it. Somebody suggested... You could do a doc on it, and you probably could. You could definitely do a doc on, um, like, the, the, the evolution of wrestling, how at the high school level um, between, like, Jeff Jordan and, and Jeff Buxton um, and a couple other guys, a couple other national high school coaches during that era um, sort of kind of changed the landscape of high school wrestling as as to what we know it now. So Jeff Jordan retiring at St. Paris Graham, uh, his his resume was impeccable. And Jeff Buxton just last weekend, I wish I would have kn- known ahead of time, uh, Jeff Buxton was inducted into the New Jersey Wrestling Hall of Fame. Um, there was a big thing down there for him. I would have went to it, but I had tickets to the Redskins game. Didn't know about it. Anyway, Jeff Jordan, Jeff, Jeff Buxton, um, you know, that was a, that was a different era. And Coach Coach Jervis retired too from St. Ed's this year, so Ohio wrestling going to look a little different this year, at the high school level. 
Yep. Shout out Jeff Jordan, Coach Urbis. Legends. For sure. Uh, okay. Any well this is this is a kind of a plug, but let's just go. We are wrestlers. Ask any idea of what college jewels will be streaming on Flow as many as last season. Yeah, it should be more. We picked up new schools. Oh yeah, go ahead, Bracky. Um, West Virginia. Wow. Yeah, shout out. Conflict of interest. Uh, I don't think. I don't know. I'm just gonna say North Dakota State. Um, Iowa State. Iowa State. And then we still have. We're gonna have over 70 Big Ten duels again. Um, then we still have, you know, Edinburgh, Wyoming, Northern Iowa, um, South Dakota State, South Dakota State. Yeah. Air so Force? No, I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> we're working on finalizing everything right now. I made a bunch of event page pages live yesterday. So hopefully in the next month we'll have it all finalized. Yeah. Full the, uh, the big 10 schedule is the big one, obviously. And that will come out sometime in October when we know that. So basically um, we get the Big Ten Plus matches, so when that comes out in October, then you'll have that, and we'll be able to more. But, yeah, got Southern Scuffle, of course. Yeah. We have Midlands again. CKLV. We'll have Big Tens, Reno. Cliff Keen, Las Vegas, Reno. We're so, going to have some cool, like, one-off duels, too, like Ohio State Navy at yep. McDonough School, um, Penn State Bucknell, Bucknell, North Carolina, so some, some cool stuff. Yeah. So Possibly t- Kent State, Penn State as well. That'll be well, part of the, the Big Ten one. schedule. Oh yeah, right, so. right, right. So yeah, gonna be a uh, awesome year. Tons of um, live wrestling, college wrestling, on flow. So exciting stuff. Um, who's replacing Mock on the U twenty three team? Who was second in that? Second was. I so would... Canell wrestled Colin Moore. Right. Pull it up. I don't remember who Mock wrestled. Well, we're pulling it up right either. now. I don't know why I don't remember that either. What was the injury? I was there, and I don't Dude. remember. Hunter Ritter. Oh, wow. Oh. Okay. Oh, boy. Doesn't okay. have a place to probably, train right now. Probably not going to be Who Hunter third? Ritter. Third was Eric Schultz of Nebraska. Mm. Let's go. Let's go. Next man up. Next man in. I thought, that's it's how you pretty, do it. That's pretty late, though. It's pretty late to change up the training, you know? Yeah. They should all be training. It'll be fine. It's no problem. She just lied. She just lied about yeah. that. It's seven oh. days. Everyone else does it. One, just we should have done it one time. One one time for you twenty threes. But is that the card we want? Is that the? Is I that don't the know, bullet? dude. Shut up. <laughs> Someone. There was a really funny response on Twitter. Someone was like, "He should just move to Russia and wrestle in cadets next year." <laughs> yeah, he should. Uh, Machiavello, very Russian. Machiavellov. <laughs> Machiavellov, yes. That's all. Just throw a V at the end, and you're Russian, and you're 17. It's awesome. Well, I, I told you that story, right, from Italy? What, Machiavelli. Don't just go by name with, with this guy. He's not Russian. Or, I mean, Italian. I, I was like, yeah, what, you're, you're Italian, right? What, what, city, what, what city is your family originally from over here? He's like, nah, I'm Peruvian. <laughs> okay. Your name's Machiavello. Yeah. <laughs> um. Whatever happened to the Kyle Con- Connell documentary? It's coming. Being worked on by Sean Connell, the uh, no relation, the author, <laughs> the um, editor behind Austin Austin DeSanto's Vision Quest. He also did. Did he do Colette? No, that was his brother Reed. His brother Reed. It's a pretty talented family, as you can imagine. He also uh, did Jaws. He Jaws. edited uh, the Kyle Snyder 
video. Brian, you, Brian Snyder, Kyle Snyder the Brian video. Brian Snyder, Kyle Snyder. So Sean Connell's on it, but he's also on the uh, Dake Taylor documentary as well. So he's uh, not lacking for I work. promise we have Flow Films coming in the next few months. They're in the hopper. Probably. It's mm-hmm. going to be great. Maybe. Hopefully. Um, October. October. I don't know about that for Canal, but definitely I think we'll have a film for you in October. Um, okay. Let's talk about this. Is Anthony Kassar, who may not even start, obviously, the toughest matchup for Gable this year? Good leg attack, smaller, quicker heavyweight who could potentially match some of Gable's athleticism. It says also let Willie answer this one, which is against my better judgment, but I will I'll allow it. No, he said last week he said, P.S., don't let Willie answer this. And I was like, why? He's like, I don't know. I just try to be funny <laughs> it was funny probably because he was scared you were gonna make fun of his question yeah because you're rude. well you know what it's CP's funny you say that, that because i'm looking through some of these questions and they're stupid um <laughs> no what'd you say he's the one that i'm the one i don't do that willie always no makes you fun got of chastised last uh last week by somebody no what well, i have no problem saying thing. that some of these questions oh, are yeah. stupid oh. sensitivity uh, training yeah but it's management training yeah that's board. a good point about kassar Derek White's kind of No, it's not too. a good point. <clears throat> these... What? Gable is on a different level from these guys, right? I mean, this is not... Well, but, oh, well, he's smaller. But the question well, is toughest matchup. The question is not... Yeah, the question All wasn't... Right, I guess so. Like, someone will be his toughest matchup. He will have... That's true. ...a match that is closer right. than the other ones. You're right. I recant. I recant. But I, I don't know if it's... Because Kassar lost to... Hoffman last year. Mm. He lost to um, someone else. Northern Hol- Iowa. Holschlag. Yeah. Well, Holschlag was an All-American. Yeah, I, I know. I know, buddy. But uh, Just saying. I know. Holschlag's legit, right? But All right. Well, how about answer the question in generalities. Like, it is a smaller, lighter, more elusive heavyweight a more difficult matchup for Gable than a big old, a Sam, big old Stoll. Sam Stoll. Yeah, I think so. Maybe Derek White is that guy um, who actually didn't place. And Derek White will be Gable's probably first legitimate test based on their schedule. Yeah. How do you even know? What's his deal, dude? Gable? Yeah. We well, don't. We don't know. We don't know. All I know is he posts <clears throat> training videos for- from him in the Minnesota wrestling room. <laughs> yep. That's all we know. And he's Junior Worlds, right? He's got that, right? Yeah. yeah. He's currently in Slovakia. Great. Good, good. All right. So, good question, my Nick Neighbors. Thank you for answering, Willie Saylor. Um, I feel like we've touched on Dayton, you know, better shot to win a title. Many times. Many times. So, we won't do that one. Has Spay analyzed year-over-year pre-NCAA flow rankings compared to NCAA tournament pre-seeds in relation to actual <clears throat> points scored? He's done this the last five years, and I'm happy to report we've been 100% the last five years. Wow. So we're going to look to keep that streak going. Congrats to us. Yeah, it was awesome. So we've been nailing those for <laughs> five years straight, 100%, and I, um, you know, hopefully we can keep that going. I, did, I didn't understand the third part of the question. I get the like preseason rankings versus seeds, like how that plays <clears> out. But then, is the relation to points scored? Is it based on the preseason or the precedes? Or I, I don't know. I don't it's, understand that part. It's all those, and it was still 100. percent It's crazy. 
Um, you even got the uh, the team points taken away from Snyder and Bo Nickel yeah, last year. Yeah, I had those. That was pretty crazy. I even had the uh, Shakur Rashid injury time factored in for the for the swim cap debacle. You, you did get the seeds 100% right one year. <laughs> and, the, and the pigtails. That's true. That is true. That would be my uh, crowning achievement, potentially. Okay, here's the big question. From Anthony Terlizzi. Which would Nomad first. pick first, trusting a refrigerator in Texas or Iowa winning an NCAA team title this year? The first. You would trust uh, a refrigerator in Texas yes. before Iowa winning a team title? Well, Iowa winning a team title this year. Wow. Hashtag Hawkeye hater. That's how he signed off, and he's right. Once again, choosing to trust these deceptive refrigerators over Iowa wrestling. Okay. I think he's starting to trust refrigerators. I saw him take an orange juice out of one yesterday. Wow. Well, refrigerators are better than air. Better than air. <laughs> All right. What, <laughs> Just better than sitting outside. What reason does the Heat have for staying at 174? Asked Jacoby Watson. He doesn't look like he can make 74. I agree. And he's smaller than 86 currently. <clears throat> True. He could be national champ at 84, so I don't see any positives to staying down. Maybe a, a roster thing. would love to hear the crew's thoughts. I think, he, think the only reason he goes 84 is because I need to bulk up because I want to make the Olympic team in 2020. I don't think there's a major struggle for him to make 74. Nope. He has, I don't think so either. He's just going out of his way to get larger if he goes 84. I thought he himself has said, like, yeah, we've been at camps and halls bigger. Yeah. Now, somebody yeah. said, I don't know, it was yesterday, but somebody on a message board said that they went back and looked at actual weigh-in sheets for um, for some tournaments, and and Zahid was hot, like in the nineties. I don't know how that would be. I don't know. Zahid, like Zahid, was up to one ninety something. Yeah. Wow. Or or high eighties, but I don't know. For anyway, the, I mean, they're the, tournaments, huh? Yeah, I'm really confused. I'll go back and look it up. His, um, I mean, his freshman year, when he was redshirting, he was a 184. So it does make sense that he would weigh in higher <clears> than <throat> when he was like actually no, going No, I'm talking about somebody, somebody said they had weigh-in sheets or, or something um, where he was in the 90s. Where he, I, don't, I don't know. Was if this was on Bill Zadek's whiteboard? What? Was this on Bill Zadek's whiteboard? Did he weigh in in the 90s but Russell 184? Wow. No. I'm, 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 maybe it was a certification thing. Okay. You talking nineties like when he was wrestling Tulsa? <laughs> yeah, literally like the nineteen nineties. When he was wrestling ninety four pounds? Yeah. Got it. Uh <clears throat> Jake uh Angich. I don't know if I'm saying that. Agnich. Right. Agnich, thanks. Garth Brooks or George Strait? Garth. I'll say Garth. Strait. You would. That's a tough that's a really I would. tough one. I I mean the only I want to say push, but the only, oh only my thing God. Garth Take Brooks a is side. friends with John Vincent Devin. and Willie. Push. coming back. What? Garth George Brooks awesome. or, or George Strait. You have to pick one. You're going on a deserted island. You have one for the rest of your life. You have to pick one or you get none. No music. All right. Give me give me Garth. That's what's up. So I'm the only one living for the night. Good ride. Good <laughs> ride, cowboy. Um, I'm not going to stand outside the fire. No. No way. <laughs> Call them cool. Um, Good job, Racky. Thanks. What would Ohio State's? No way. We can't do this. This is like a 
This is like a project. Sometimes they sometimes yeah. it's like uh, Garth Brooks or George Strait. Sometimes it's like ten year retrospective All Star team versus All Star team with current weigh in rules. Who would be the best highest point point scoring backups made up of a Big Ten team from the nineties? <laughs> what? Which starting inside linebacker would make the best heavyweight for? And which school would they go to? Can Ed Oliver yeah. make two eighty five? How would Khalil Mack do at the NCAA tournament? He'd probably do really well. Yeah, if he can make heavyweight. He's, good. He's a monster. He won me my he fantasy game last night because I have an uh, individual defensive player. Oh wow! He scored like nine points. So I won my won my game. Good job. He only scored nine points. Yeah. Jeez. He only had Who's one sack. Only. If he recovered that, if you recover that fumble, yeah. he'd, be in, he'd be in much better Double shape. Digits. Okay. Um, before we go. Dear friends, is there anything else you'd like to say? Speak now or forever hold your peace. Uh, that was more for well, Willie. It's more for Willie. <laughs> Who's on one show tomorrow? Penn State depth chart recruiting targets coming. Rankings continuing to come via Andrew Spay and Christian Piles. Watch the Bootleg Podcast with uh, Colby Paxton and Kyle Brackey. That's on Flow Football. If you like football, Christian doesn't watch it because he do. doesn't that's, support his teammates. That's not, everybody's, that's uh, not true. I listen to them. I probably listen to more episodes than you. That's I listened to every episode last night. You didn't listen to last week, so you listen, check in oh. Kyle's awesome. Colby's my dude. I listen pretty uh, Kyle. How's everybody's college team doing um, in football? James Madison, how's it going? No man. James Madison is two and one. They start their conference schedule this week against William Mary. And they're going to beat the crap out of them. Kyle, West Virginia doing all right? Yeah, uh, we were actually part of the Hurricane Florence. Yeah. Uh, so was Christian's Hokies. Oh, uh, yeah. But all those guys that were supposed to go on the NC State recruiting trip were going to watch Will Greer light up that NC State secondary. Uh, so they really miss out an opportunity to see the future Heisman Trophy winners. That sucks for them. Um, Christian, was, but the, uh, was the Hokies – Rained out too. Rained out. East Carolina. They didn't want to make the walk. JMU gave NC State. Here's the game. thing. I don't understand why. I don't understand why this game didn't happen. I'm I'm on uh, Twitter Saturday. The Hokie wrestling team's playing ball outside. <laughs> like East Carolina couldn't come. That well, no, that was the thing is they didn't feel safe traveling. That's what they said. Why? You just leave early. You're aware safe. that the the. Weather could be different in Blacksburg yeah. than in. Hey, I question their safety too, but it had nothing to do with the hurricane. Also, it sounded like well, yeah, they're some, a trash team. They so. already got smashed. It sounded they like how was it? How was it in uh, Austin with Texas playing USC? It it sprinkled a little bit, but it was nothing. It was nice. I'm not talking about the weather. I'm talking about the oh. town, you goober. Oh, I don't know. I didn't leave the apartment all day. <laughs> I didn't leave the apartment once. <laughs> I stayed north. I stayed north in Pflugerville. Uh, Willie, who is your college football team? You went to so many different schools. Who do you claim? Well, I don't. Uh, I like Penn State. And I like uh, Nebraska. A little up and down there. Nebraska lost to Troy. Troy, dude. Bad, Troy's bad giant killers. They beat LSU last year. Nebraska they lost stinks. to Troy. Penn State played Kent State. So, meh. But I went to the Redskins Andrews. game Sunday and watched the worst. I'm sorry for that. Football game I've ever seen. They were they were stunk. Redskins stunk. So, Alex Smith, dick and dunk, garbage. Dick All right, dunk. boys. All right, play us out. Control room. We're ready to bounce. Um, thank you guys so much for listening to.
317 episodes of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. Some of you have listened to all of them. Some <coughs> claim, when we asked this question last time, some have claimed they li- they've listened to all of them. I believe it. Which is pretty crazy. Even the one that didn't get, that got lost, mm-hmm. people forget about that one. There's actually been 318 episodes. I think. <laughs> There's just one that... Uh, There's a couple that got lost. Well, yeah. it was dark. Um, one of them was with Ben Askren, I'm pretty sure. That's sad. Hey, uh, did you see Ben tweeted he taped his final episode with Tommy? Yeah. Yeah. I guess he's putting it to bed. Tyrone Funky. Thank you for listening. Thank you to ASICS for supporting Flow Wrestling Radio Live. Thank you to Sion. Uh, we know you're out there listening. I hope you come on the show someday. <laughs> I've made arrangements for you to do that, but it's up to you to make the walk. Uh, he's th- being a real baby. He's being a huge baby, actually. About actually, what? He won't come on. He won't come on the show. He just wants to complain about it. He, wa- he just wants to have something to complain about. All right. Like Sion. Classic Sion. Thanks, guys. See you next time. <laughs>